Hello there, beautiful souls, and a very warm welcome to Food for Thoughts. I'm Mickey Ruthman, life and business transformation coach, speaker, and author. And if you are new to this podcast channel, you're in for a treat today because this is a brand new segment that I'm introducing today for the first time to this podcast channel that I will be calling the DTM. And a DTM moment in my life is what I call a drop the mic moment. And it's usually something profound that I learn or come across or that happens in my life that usually causes a massive shift internally and externally and really is a big aha moment for me that I decided I want to also record for you guys and share on this podcast. So in a moment, I will explain for you exactly how a DTM moment happens for me, but I will be recording them for you from time to time and adding it to this podcast channel as well. So I'm going to try and explain to you sort of what happens when I record these DTM moments, like I decided to call them the drop the mic moments that I will be sharing with you on this podcast as well. And please bear with me because it's the first time that I've actually had to verbalize this and try to explain to someone this experience that I have now had a couple of times in my life. But basically what happens is I'm a very inquisitive person. And um, I think that is what's sort of guided me along the path of becoming a teacher is I have a lot of questions. Like I question everything. I want to understand stuff. And as a strategist, of course, you know, I always want to understand the how and the why stuff works. So I ask a lot of questions from, you know, source who is God to me or my internal guidance. And usually when I ask a lot of questions or I go along, you know, down the path of questioning a particular thing, what usually happens is momentum builds around it and stuff just starts showing up for me that now guides me along the lines of receiving that answer. And, you know, those things show up in the form of a blog that is specifically about that will pop up somewhere. Or I've even had books fall off of my bookshelf that I didn't even know I had. Um, that was literally giving me the answer to the thing that I was asking questions about in that moment. And, you know, a lot of people on the spiritual journey will call that synchronicity, um, all sorts of stuff, angels, you call it whatever you want. It's not about the labels we put on stuff, but literally like out of everywhere and nowhere, for me, it's it's a divine experience because I know that that stuff is literally just showing up in my energy, in my space, in that moment. So usually what happens is when I ask a lot of questions, momentum starts happening and all this stuff starts showing up, guiding me along the lines of finding, you know, the answer to whatever I was questioning. And, you know, over the last week or so, I have really been diving into a topic that I know a lot about already, but I just felt something inside of me felt there was more to it. There's more I want to know. And internal guidance really start, started guiding me down a path and putting momentum behind it, like I said, where all of this stuff was just showing up that I was learning about that. And that was about manifesting, all right, manifestation and law of attraction. And 
I had a lot of questions, stuff that just didn't make sense to me that I didn't understand. I didn't understand the how and the why. And I kept feeling like there's there's a puzzle piece missing, like I'm getting a whole lot of info and a whole lot of profound wisdom in this area coming my way. But I just felt like there was still one missing piece. And I kept saying, I want the missing piece. I want the missing piece. But Literally, what happened this evening is I was reading up on something completely different. It had nothing to do with the law of attraction or manifestation. And, you know, I I actually, I don't even know what I was reading about <laughs> now that I think about it. Oh, yes. I was doing research on um, inspired action and what other people were saying about what inspired action feels like to them when they're receiving it. Um, and I will be doing an episode on that for you later on as well. But... I know that I was reading something, a blog or something, an article that I found about it, but my my consciousness was not there. I was not taking in what I was reading. But even as I was skimming over the words, something in there jumped out at me. I still don't know what it was, but something jumped out at me. And I remember the thought just went through my head, you know what, you can continue this tomorrow. It's late, get in bed, just go to sleep. And I literally closed the book, switched lights off, got into bed. And the next moment, a thought popped into my head and then another and another and another. And I I got so like, you know, when you have butterflies, excitement butterflies in your stomach, the good kind, the good kind of adrenaline, excitement, that started bubbling up inside of me. And I literally went, oh my gosh, you are not going to be able to sleep now anyway. Something needs to come out. And usually what happens in that space is it I literally have to, it, it would actually drive me nuts if I didn't stop and just either write down or whatever was trying to come out and bubbling up from inside of me to just let it out, get it onto paper or just record something or do something with it. And what I did on this particular evening that I recorded this DTM for you is I got up out of bed, switched back on the lights and I just very quickly started writing down everything that was trying to flow through me. And um, if you actually had to see the writing, that <laughs> my handwriting that time of the morning and with me speed writing, just trying to as fast as everything's like flowing through me, get it onto paper, it looks horrendous. But I literally just let everything flow out of me until I feel it's out, okay? And afterwards, then I go back and I actually read it because nine out of 10 times, I have no idea what I wrote down on paper after I do this or in a moment like this. And, you know, usually when I go back and read it afterwards, I am dumbfounded because it is usually profound wisdom on exactly, it's always that last little piece, that little bit, you know, the momentum has now started. I have now been guided along a path of answers towards the thing that I have been asking questions about. And this is like that final, bada boom, there it is. There's the aha. Yes, I've got it. Oh my goodness. And it's usually so freaking profound what comes through that, that last little bit where it, it's almost like it's the final piece of the puzzle and I can now see the big picture. I now see it. And, you know, it's, it's really why I love those moments is I always learn from it. Like I'm always dumbfounded because the wisdom is, I know it's not my own wisdom. It is, I don't even want to question or try and figure out where it's coming from, but I know that it is coming from a place higher than me and that it is, um, internal guidance that I'm receiving, that it's divine message that's coming through when I wrote this down. So I don't try and question and figure out where it comes from, but I know that it's not me writing on the page. And, you know, 
it really is stuff that I always learn from it. It's really, it causes big shifts in my life and in my um, sort of spiritual journey, my enlightening and conscious awakening journey usually when these things happen. And it also usually causes the same thing and helps my clients and the people that I work with. And now, thanks to this podcast, hopefully you guys as well, when I do share this. So that is hopefully a short explanation. Like I said, it's the first time I had to verbalize and try and explain to people kind of what happens in that moment when this profound wisdom comes through. But that is what I'll be sharing in this new segment that I'm launching now on this episode in the podcast, which I'm going to call DTM, which is drop the mic. But just after I wrote down drop the mic, because for me, it's a drop the mic moment. But just after I wrote it down, uh, the next thing that flowed through the pen said, divine teaching moment. So you can call it a drop the mic moment or a divine teaching moment, whatever you want. I'm going to refer to it as the drop the mic moment. But that is what this first episode of Drop the Mic is about and what the other segments that I will do on DTM will be about. And I cannot tell you how often I will be doing these because it really, I have no idea when inspired um, action or divine information is going to come through for me to be able to share these types of things with you. But when they do, whether it's 1.30 a.m. in the morning or not, I promise that I will in that moment immediately record it for you and put it on this podcast channel as a DTM episode. So I really hope you can enjoy this one. Although it's 1.30 in the morning, 1.30 a.m., that I recorded this. I do sound a little bit out of it because I was really tired at that stage, but I did decide to, while it's still fresh in my mind and I'm still bubbly and excited and the creativity and all of the energy behind it is still there, that I wanted to record it straight away for you guys. So please do excuse me sounding a little bit out of it, but I hope and trust that you will still get the essence of this message and that you will allow this to cause a massive shift internally for you as well as you hear it. So here we go, guys. I hope you enjoy the very first segment of DTM Drop the Mic. You know, if you've ever wondered to yourself whether we are living in a universe of contrast, I always say that we live in a universe of contrast. There's day, there's night, there's winter, there's summer. Everything is contrast. There's yin and yang. There's, you know, male, female. Um, so there's a lot of contrast in this universe as it is, but one of the biggest things that we are not grasping is the contrast that we're experiencing when it comes to the law of attraction. And it's actually, it's so ironic when you think about it. So I kind of just, forgive me if it sounds a bit weird, but I was just writing as fast as I can. I don't even want to show you my handwriting right now because it looks horrendous, me just trying to actually get out what was inside of me and bubbling up. But I'm going to quickly read to you what I jotted down over here. So if you want to close your eyes, get comfortable and just let this sink in because this was really profound for me when I read it after I wrote it down. So here we go. Our biggest problem is that we are so focused on the thing that we want because we think that that thing is what makes us or is going to make us feel a certain way. But really it is the feeling that we want and not the thing. It's the feeling that we're after. And because we are focused on the thing instead of what we want to feel, 
we're causing resistance to having that very thing and having that feeling because we are focused on something that we don't yet have, which is causing resistant resistance because it's not in our now and in the present yet. And when we focus on feeling the feeling that we're actually after, the desire we really want, instead of the thing, then we don't really actually need the thing anymore because we already have the feeling, which is what we were after all along. And I'm trying to see what I wrote here because I ran out of space and I kind of just wanted to get it out. Um, Oh, here's the irony of the thing is... Once we focus on the feeling and we get the feeling, we don't really need the thing anymore because it's actually the feeling we were after. And the joke is that the contrast to that is that once we have the feeling already that we thought the thing was meant to get or or bring, that is actually when we're in vibrational match to receiving the thing. So let me quickly explain this in sort of less uh, messy terms. Okay, let me use an example. So. Uh, let's say that your desire is to attract uh, your life partner or a relationship into your life. And when you are visualizing, you're trying to manifest that into your life, you're kind of focusing on the thing. In other words, the partner, the person, this person that now has to come into your life to make you feel a certain way. And here's the thing. It's not the person that you want. It's a feeling you're after. So you need to ask yourself, how is it that I want to feel? Because you want someone in your life to feel a certain way, even if it is money that you're talking about that you're trying to manifest. You want that amount of money because it's going to make you feel a certain way. It's going to make you feel secure or feel happy or whatever you're telling yourself that that thing that you're trying to manifest is going to make you feel. So... Instead of focusing on the thing and focusing on what it is you want to feel, all right, once you've identified what it is you want to feel, let's say you wanted to attract your life partner because that's going to make you feel loved or that's going to make you feel like you matter or that's what's going to make you feel happy. For you to start creating that feeling already without having the thing, the person that you think in your mind, that your ego mind is telling you, it's the person that has to come in order for you to feel this way. You can't feel that way without them. Because it's really the feeling you're after, you need to create the feeling within yourself already before you can have the thing. So how do you then conjure up these feelings? How do I create the feelings that I'm thinking some person has to bring to me uh, before that person is even here. And here's the thing, by the way, like I said at the end of what I wrote down, the joke is that you will only attract the person once you are feeling in vibrational match to it. So if you're wanting to attract that person because it's going to make you feel a certain way, you first have to feel that way before you are a vibrational match to attract that thing. So let's say that you're I just said what what it is you're really after. What's the feeling? How is it that you want to feel? So if how you want to feel is to feel loved, happy, and like you matter, then do stuff that makes you feel loved, happy, and like you matter. If playing with puppies makes you feel loved, do that. If playing with puppies makes you feel happy, Do that. Do more of that, right? Because it's putting you in that energetic space of having the feeling of feeling happy or feeling loved already. 
If you're wanting to feel like you matter, go and help someone who is less fortunate than you, because trust me, you will matter to them. So does that give you an idea how to start creating the feeling already? Because you're not after the person, you're not looking really for that person that has to come into your life. It's really a feeling that you're after. You want to feel a certain way. And the contrast in this universe is that before we can have that thing, we need to already have that feeling to be a vibrational match to that. So I know this sounds a bit upside down probably because it is after all after 1.30 a.m. in the morning. Um, but I do hope that that has sparked something inside of you to think about. For me, this was really a drop the mic moment. I was like, I can just drop the mic right here and either sit and chew on this all night and, and really I could write a book about this right now. That's how bubbly this feels inside of me. So I hope you enjoyed this first drop the mic moment at 1.30 a.m. in the morning and you're going to get a few more of these as they come up but I hope that sparked something in you and that you enjoyed it and that you will go see where it is you've been believing or telling yourself that it is that thing that needs to come in order to make you feel a certain way and really go and identify how is it that you want to feel and then find ways of creating that feeling for yourself without needing to have that thing because here's the thing like I said once you are creating those feelings without the thing firstly you don't actually need the thing anymore because you've already now created the feeling that you were actually after that you thought this person or this thing represents to, uh, for you or bring to you so you don't actually really need it anymore but the irony is that once you have created the feeling for yourself without the thing you are actually a vibrational match for the thing and that is when you will attract it so guys i hope this made sense I hope you go play with this and chew with it um, i'd love to hear some of your aha moments and what you discovered after listening to this. But thank you for joining me on my very first DTM drop the mic moment right here on Food for Thought. And if you haven't yet, please do go and subscribe to this podcast channel, rate it and review it so that you can get updates of brand new episodes as they come out. And also because that is really what helps me to reach my vision with this podcast channel, which is to help and reach and serve as many people as I possibly can through it. So guys, have a fantastic week. And as always, I'm playing out with one of my favorite songs, just something that has meaning to me or something I enjoy. And I will see you again next time. This leading